Nuance nostalgia, it's the 90s vibe. Come and tap in, we're keeping it live. Live, live. Nuance nostalgia, it's the 90s vibe. Come and tap in, we're keeping it live. Live, live. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Nuance Nostalgia. I'm Nick Norris, and with me to talk about Spider Man 2002 is Caitlin James Franco Stans Shortall. No, I have to be Mary Jane. That's Mary no Jane. <laughs> She, she does she's barely in this movie i mean she's in a mean? lot she doesn't do anything does she james franco though you love him oh i'm his stan yeah you're a big fan no you said he couldn't do, ever do any wrong <laughs> not one thing <laughs> great hello yes hello yes we are here to talk about spider-man 2002 by uh directed by sam raimi starring toby Maguire, kirsten dunst uh willem dafoe and your favorite actor and man james franco wow he's my favorite huh <laughs> that's, interesting. that's what you said you said don't say this on the show but i i think he's innocent is what you said innocent <laughs> what did he do uh it's like, i think he's a sex offender i have no idea let me look it up he did something horrible he's nobody will hire him anymore um, it's something yeah after the spring breakers movie with selena gomez and whoever else i don't think he's been in anything uh james franco uh facing sexual misconduct allegations uh several mul or multiple women accused him of sexually inappropriate behavior in 2018 mm. yeah i see that for him unfortunately has dave done anything he admits to sleeping with acting students that he was teaching as well wow really upstanding guy huh yeah so not not great not a good not a great <laughs> Is dave guy. okay I don't Dave know. Franco? I think so. Let's see. Dave Franco controversy. We'll get to Spider-Man. I promise. <laughs> I just, the reason that I was like, even like mentioning him period in general, cause I forgot he was in this completely. Um, no, it seems like there's no, nothing about Dave Franco. Here's the thing though. We can stand him. The, the, and I, I saw a TikTok about this. So I'm not going to say this is my own personal take. Okay. Uh, even though I, I agree with it, but the best kind of the, the best hand you could be dealt in, in this life is being the younger sibling of a famous person because <laughs> everybody roots for you because you're the underdog you get all of the all of the fans of that person so let's say dave franco you get all the james franco fans like mm. oh my god james franco but then like dave franco when he started acting all of james franco haters was like that's the real franco he's he's the good one we like him mm. so you you get all of the all the fans and all the haters mm. on mm. your side and you get all the contacts and the money yeah. as yeah. well. I mean, you're an Epo baby, but through your sibling, and yeah. nobody is upset about that. They're only upset if you're an Epo baby Their from parent. your parents. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Will they adopt me? No, because <laughs> I don't think it's illegal. No, you actually can't. You can't adopt adults. Interesting. Maybe he'll adopt me. I can become a Nepo baby. Maybe we'll, we'll <laughs> email to the show Dave Franco if you're listening. <laughs> Uh, nuance nostalgia pod gmail.com sorry about the, the true things we said about your brother <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh spider-man 2002 have you seen this before today no oh well really? okay i mean i probably have at some point in time it was in 2002 okay so at some point in time i probably have but not enough to remember what even so you, happened this is the first time re-watching it you think yeah no not, i don't think i know oh wow <laughs> yeah okay that's crazy um i rewatched this that two years ago it was during the pandemic so i guess now four years ago wow um yeah oh that's so crazy <laughs> right yeah i know um i, I love this as a kid i thought this was the greatest thing ever because at the time it was the greatest thing ever i think you still think that yeah i got spider-man okay. up there 
Yeah. Uh, it's no, it's Big not. It's Spider Man Stan. I do like Spider Man yeah. a lot, but yeah. this is not my favorite Spider Man movie by far. No, uh, I always really liked the Andrew Garfield one, really pers- personally, but I also just like Andrew Garfield's. I was about to say, those. he's great in those. Yeah. The movies are trash. Um, <laughs> and I like Emma Stone. There's that. She's too. good in them too. Yeah. Um, when they bring, so they made a sequel. I'm sure if you're watching this, you know, but uh, Spider Man No Way Home, which came out in 2021, they bring back Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. And it's nice to see Andrew Garfield be Spider-Man in a good Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Um, and he just runs circles around the other two Spider-Man. Like he is really like you don't realize how much of a better actor he is until they're all three together. And then you're like, oh, wow. Than, well, I don't really. I mean, maybe he's better than they're Tom all, Holland. I don't they're know. all good. He is like a, a real actor, though. Like he is a step it's above. True. You know, Tom Holland doesn't have any actor training. He didn't go to school for it. Like it's true, it's Andrew true. Garfield is like a proper actor. Yeah, and did you, you see can, him on the social network? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. good in that too. He is, he is like, you don't realize it till you see them all together, and you're like, oh wow, he is That's the best really one. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a shame his movies didn't do as well. Yeah, uh, I think I think they're going to bring him back, and so they they are going to bring him back in the next Avengers movie. So we'll, we'll get to that. Um, Maybe not Toby Maguire. They're going to bring him back too. They're going to bring him back all. Interesting. Yeah. Hopefully he's better to work with. We'll talk about that. I'm sorry. So, uh, yeah, I love this as a kid. Um, had the video game that came out with it you know i saw this in theaters two, one, I think. yeah it's yeah. playstation 2 uh, i still have it i saw this in theaters um i've watched it you know probably 20 times yeah. in my life um but yeah it's not it's not it's not my favorite it's maybe like my fifth favorite uh, <laughs> fifth or sixth yeah my probably my favorite is the one we'll watch next week spider-man 2 okay. uh, i like that one a lot but um we had said we were going to do spider-man and then Spider-Man 2 next week, and then Spider-Man 3 the week after. Hmm. But um, we have the Valentine movies we got to do. So what we're going to do is we're going to do Spider-Man 2 and 3 hmm. this coming week. So hmm. this weekend, hmm. we're going to release Spider-Man 2, and then our regular time next Tuesday will be hmm. Spider-Man 3. So hmm. you get an extra episode this week. Period. Yeah. And then we're going to get into our rom-coms for February. Yeah. Yeah, because we forgot about this. I did too. Yeah. Um, what impact did this have on pop culture? Um, a lot. It completely, like, saved the superhero genre, which had kind of died off. Because... Which is crazy to think about now. Because yeah. Because Marvel, like, I feel like brought it back in what 2008 or whatever right whenever avengers started becoming popular which is so uh, and you know i feel like every other day a superhero movie being yeah. released uh. but so it's crazy to think that you know this brought it back in, yeah. in 2002 i guess it but. did because you had the superman movies you know in the 70s and those were you know very well received at first until you got to like the fourth one you know and then um batman 89 people loved it they like some people it was mixed the the next one after that and then Batman Forever and the other Batman's uh, Batman movies, the nineties and early two thousands, people hated. Um, mm-hmm. And so it kind of killed off the superhero genre. I, I think X Men may have just came out before this one, but this is like the big one. I was like, mm-hmm. oh wow! Everybody went and saw it. It made almost a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got the numbers right here, actually. So on a budget of one hundred and thirty nine million, it made eight hundred and twenty one million. It was mm-hmm. the first film ever to gross 100 million in its opening weekend alone at the time no movie had done so even when adjusted for inflation that's wild yeah pretty yeah, crazy yeah. uh huge movie is two hours and one minute long so um we like a movie under two hours but i don't <laughs> mind this one being a little longer I don't know yeah i know you don't. there are some things you can cut out of this though and it doesn't change anything. i was just confused about how long this was like i was like weren't we just in high school and now we're like yeah like how long is it bit like right, the just, time jumps yeah 
I'll tell you what you could cut out of this. About 20 minutes worth of Mary Jane screaming. Cut that out, and uh, the movie would be shorter for it, and probably better for One it. thing about her is she going to scream. Yeah, oh, yeah. She we're, will scream. We're going to talk about that, too. She's not a fan of that in these movies. Um, Who, her? Yeah. The actress? Yeah. Oh. She does not like it. I relate to that. Um, the scenery in this is interesting. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed this, but it's been pointed out a lot online that if you look at a movie like this, it's different compared to like Marvel movies today or like even like the Spider-Man movies today where when they're in high school, there's bulletin boards up on the walls and they're, they're creative and it says like school events and all these things. But when they're in high school in this, it's just like a bare wall. There's nothing on it. There's blank poster boards. I, have, I did not notice yeah. that. Well, they also, you know what? I don't even think they were in high school. No. All of them look about 40 years old. Yeah, I got the, I got some of the uh, ages here. Uh, so So when they're all playing high school seniors, uh, Toby Maguire was 26, so he's my age. Oh my God. <laughs> to, what to... is that about? Why do they have to get grown ass adults yeah. to play like teenagers? To put that in perspective, um, I began teaching when I was 22, yeah. four years ago, and yeah. he's playing as high school student at my age. Yeah. Um, and I, we graduated high school 2015, 2016, and he's like us right now is who he's playing as a high school senior like yeah. i'm not understanding uh james franco was 23 at the time that's like better but not ideal and kirsten dunce was 19 and she looks the most like a high school she still looks a little too old to be a high schooler partially because they just have i heard a lot of cleavage going on there she's dressed like Which, an adult i can't even get into that she would have been dress coded so hard yeah. <laughs> if she dressed like that in real life or if she actually went to that high school. And then also, now that you're mentioning that, so they just had a 26-year-old man with this 19-year-old. Yes. They said, yes, Michael Chaos. That's what they said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so weird. And then the boyfriend that's supposed to be with her at the very beginning, Flash or whatever. Yeah, Flash. Uh, Flash Thompson. How old is he? 45, probably? Uh, let's see. That is, um, what's his name? Flash Thompson. I can't think of his name right now. He's, he's a well-known actor. Um, Kelly. Here we go. Uh, Joe Manganello, Man Manganello, sorry, plays him. He he does some other uh, superhero stuff too. He's he's he stays he stays working. Um, let's see how old he was at the time. Joe Manganello age. He pro I mean, I bet he was probably late twenties, but I mean, you would not. He doesn't look like it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, no. So here we go. Spider Man age. Here we go. So he was twenty four. He looks 35 in the movie. I don't care if, like, so <laughs> my problem is, yeah, he might be 24, but he yeah. looks 45. And, yeah. like, yeah, I do not believe that he's a high schooler. Now, Tom Holland has a baby face. He's young, and he's, like, our age, I think. And even he's but he looks, aged, and even he's aging out of it. He doesn't look like a kid the way he did, you know, three or four years but ago. But he used to when he was, you know, yeah. first in yeah. it. Yeah. So, like, I believe that he was in high school yeah. or that he is in high school. And Zendaya right. also does... Like she's our age too, but like looked like she could. I think they were right. nineteen at the time. They were pretty young, yeah, and yeah. then like um, they were smart in the most recent movie and got them out of high school. It's like yeah. okay, they're graduated now. They're in college, you know. So and they and they do look too. younger on the younger side. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they look different. And to you, the, know, you know, these you can two. when they're that young and they have that baby face, you can put some makeup on them, make them look younger too. Yeah. Like if you look at Zendaya in the Spider Man movies compared to how she looks in Euphoria. She looks like there's ten eight there's a ten year age gap there. You I know about that. She plays a high schooler in two different things. Yeah, crazy. and yeah. one of them she looks like a high schooler, and one of them she does not look like a high schooler. You know? Yeah, I mean she, <laughs> I guess I don't know. She does have the kind of the. She is someone that appears as a younger person. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%, so yeah. 
Yeah. I just, I don't know. I thought that was, I love Zendaya. Yes. And that's great. my favorite yeah. MJ. But yeah. Sorry to the Kristen well, stands. Yeah. Dunst stands. Kristen Dunst. And she's good in this. She does the best she can with what she's given. I and she's not given agree. much to do. You know? Yeah. Um, I hate it. You will get into it. Just, I just don't think, I, I don't have the nostalgia for it that you do. So yeah. I'm just like, mm. no, I think that's <laughs> good. Cause you need, you need both sides of it to look <laughs> yeah. at, you know? Um, yeah, I'm not going to be offended if you don't like this. It has its flaws. It is not a perfect movie whatsoever. It's I'm going to talk time. about a lot of the flaws. It's of the it time. is. It yeah, is. Yeah. Um, I personally like the the Tom Holland ones for the most part better than these. Yeah. Spider Man Two probably being the exception. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've got my issues with them too. Yeah. You know, I do have some nostalgia for it, but I'm I'm no means think they're perfect movies. Yeah. Um. The actors in it though we talked a little bit about them toby mcguire how do you how do you like him as peter parker <laughs> I, I don't he's annoying that's how i feel about it he like, is yeah i don't know how to like i know he's supposed to be this dorky dude that like no one really likes and like yeah. well i guess people like literally hate his guts and that's one. the thing so <laughs> traditionally in every other iteration of the character it seems like uh peter parker is nerdy and he's got his bullies but people like him He's likable because he's nice. And so, but, you know, and so he might be a little bit of a dweeb, but people don't, like, hate him the way they do Tobey Maguire's <laughs> Spider-Man. If you, like, when he gets on the bus, everyone looks at him like, you're disgusting. What and is even, wrong with even you? that, like, the geek girl or yeah. the dorky girl that's supposed to be dorky, she's like, not a chance because there's an open seat next to it. Like, yeah. Y'all are weird. What did, what did you do, Tobey Maguire? Something happened before this movie that he did something that made everybody dislike Because <laughs> there are other nerds in this universe that don't get tweeted, treated like this. I don't know who he attacked or assaulted. <laughs> or what he got caught doing we're missing important context that's yeah. the issue here yeah uh i think you know andrew garfield's they then they course corrected and andrew garfield was way too cool they, you know you know he was on a skateboard and he did his little thing and that's like that was too far the other way i think tom holland's <laughs> perfect in that he can play with legos but he can also pull zendaya you know correct yeah correct <laughs> i think they they got a good balance with tom holland i think andrew garfield was definitely like you said just way too cool like he yeah. de you can definitely tell like he has a like conventionally attractive look about yeah. him. Yeah. Now they tone that down in the new movie he's in, where he is just, you know, instead of being this cool rad Spider-Man, he's just like a guy, you know, the way that he kind of should be. Yeah. I obviously haven't seen any of the new ones. Yeah, you need we'll have to sit down and watch them. That's yeah. uh we're going to Australia soon. I think I'm gonna download them on Disney Plus and then we'll watch them on the Don't way to Australia. Yeah. 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 Uh Willem Dafoe is great. He looks so young in, in this. Yeah, he does. Um and even then I I mean, he must have been at least 50 but he looks so young in this but you know what if you look at him now he doesn't look that much different he's aged pretty well to have been 50 then and like yeah, 70 now that's you know fair. Yeah. um yeah he's great i like just how insane and evil he is and brutal yeah. he's brutal in a way that not many spider-man villains are yeah. you know just yeah. like trying to like just rip your head off and literally beat his ass yeah yeah, yeah and kill him um and the best the best portrayal maybe in comic book history, uh, J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this was like a really prominent character for you. <laughs> I mean, this is like, this isn't just me. Like everybody loves J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. If you look up like best uh, comic book casting, he's like unanimous number one everywhere. Like people, people love J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. The character I think is silly, but I think that's why oh, it yeah. works. That's why know? it's great. Yeah. You know, he's perfect for it. You know, 
I liked it a lot. Give us an impersonation of J. Jonah Jameson. I can't even think of one quote that he said. The rug thing you kept quoting earlier. (laughs) (laughs) His wife calls. Oh, the wife call. No, I thought... I thought it was like the secretary or something like that. Yeah, the secretary is telling him your wife is called. She said, Oh, I thought the secretary was saying we ran out of tile. (laughs) It's like, just put a rug on it. (laughs) It's like your wife called, you ran out of tile. They're doing their kitchen or something. It's like, just put a rug on it. (laughs) Get any pictures of Spider Man. (laughs) So good. He's great. It was great. Ten out of ten. When they when they rebooted it with Tom Holland, they wanted to bring J. Jonah Jameson back. They couldn't find anybody. They just brought him back again. They couldn't find anybody better. No, just, just let him do it again. It's fine. Yeah, people will love it. And they the did. same character in a different universe. When he showed up in my theater, people cheered, <laughs> and people didn't cheer for a single other moment in that movie. But he put, shows up in a post credit, and people are like, "Oh my!" It's it's J.K. Simmons. That is like, so funny. Oh yeah. my god. Um, let's talk about Kirsten Dunst a little bit, though. What about the uh, female portrayal in this? We talk about this sometimes whenever it's kind of egregious, <laughs> and I feel like this may uh, may be a candidate for it. Well, like I said, this is just a product of the time, yeah. and and you know I say to you, I don't need every girl to be a girl boss slay queen right. and save herself and like be like I don't need no man, you know yeah, this that right, other, yeah, which yeah. I can appreciate that. But additionally, this is too much the other way. Like yeah. she can't do a single thing for herself. She is no. always getting into some trouble for some reason, and then like that scene where she's in the rain and like almost gets assaulted and then Spider-Man saves her yeah like just titties out basically like nipples out like just yeah and then this like her portrayal in general just like she always has to be saved is screaming scream crying can't do anything for herself basically i'm just like yeah give me a break (laughs) um i also think it's an interesting choice obviously that scene of her kissing spider-man upside down one of the most iconic moments in cinema history really especially comic book movie history though but yeah. it is interesting to nearly get assaulted by 10 men and then want to kiss someone yeah that's within a wild, two minute huh? turnaround yeah <laughs> yeah i mean everybody reacts to trauma differently i guess but i don't think that should be an appropriate response <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean yeah like we said she's good in this she just it's it's not written in her favor um it's not written even in the character's favor yeah now they they do this better with uh emma stone and with zendaya in the movies you know they both are a little more competent zendaya neither of them are going out and saving anybody which they're not supposed to they're not superheroes but that's what i'm saying i don't need her to do that but i also need her to not be so damn helpless with everything you know what i mean Well, i think they do a good job with zendaya with that and that like she might get captured but she can kind of usually figure out a way out on her own or figure out a way to call for help that isn't just screaming right you know if if spider-man's in a fight maybe she'll throw him a thing to help yeah you know and and i think that's all you need you don't need her out there punching you know the green goblin but you know if just to show that she is she should be here for some reason she's useful and she's a character in her own right not just someone that needs to be saved not a plot device a block yeah a a plot device and like an object that has to be saved like because they definitely objectify her a little bit but you know what (laughs) also a little weird that she was 19 in this knowing that now yeah well it's 2000s yeah (laughs) like i said a product of its time yeah i mean euphoria does sort of a very similar thing i guess you could argue Uh, i mean but i guess i guess it's in a different light yeah, 100%. Yeah. Euphoria is a show that is, you know, it's it has, this is made for boys, little boys, and that's a show that's made for a lot of women. I mean, guys can watch it too and enjoy it, but yeah, I think it's pretty clear that they are going for a female audience. Yeah, yeah. I just think that one's definitely, and that's a whole other topic, but like, yeah, I just think, I don't know, very much 
like you said, objectifying, sexualizing her almost. Yeah. 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 Very weird. And then, like, I feel like now Disney will do with, like, it started with Tangled in terms of, like, female protagonists. Yeah. Like, they have to make her quirky and, like, I can save myself. Like, I don't need you. Now now it's everyone that's like that as a female protagonist. Like, I don't need everyone to be like that. There needs to be a balance. Yeah. And same thing with male character. Not every male character needs to be huge and buff and shoot a machine gun. You know, sometimes you can just have a guy that's behind a computer and he might need help sometimes. But he also has his own personality and and strengths. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, Like, definitely not as, like, she's definitely one-dimensional in this, MJ. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely female protagonists in Disney. Well, obviously, like a lot of those that I was talking about is definitely animated for children, you mm-hmm. know, so it's like they don't really care, but I do. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. matters. Yeah. But anyway, I just, I saw a few TikToks about that specifically. Now, listen to Brittany Broski who talks about that a little bit. They just, recently Disney has done that. But obviously, right. this, this now Spider Man is Disney, but back then it wasn't. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, well, it's, yeah, it's still Sony. Disney has a hand in it. Um, but yeah, this was all Sony. No, yeah. Marvel Studios did not exist at this That's point. That's true. You know, um, well, at the beginning of it, well, I guess maybe they added it at the beginning when we were watching on Disney Plus. It had Marvel at the. Well, yeah, it's still it's still a Marvel character. So everything that is Marvel, even mm-hmm. if it's not owned by Marvel Studios, has to be put up there. Marvel and Marvel Studios are two different things. You know, that don't make no sense. Okay, to me. quick backstory. <laughs> so in the nineties, in the nineties, Marvel Comics went absolutely bankrupt they were really close to being bankrupt they were about to lose all their characters dc was probably going to buy them all or somebody's going to buy them all right they were like so poor they were literally selling the cabinets out of their offices to like make money this is true yes so what what they decided to do was okay let's sell the movie rights to all our characters and that way we can stay afloat and so they sold the hulk to universal and the x-men to 20th century fox and spider-man and all the spider-man characters to sony um and so Sony could make this, and they had to say it was Marvel because it was made by Marvel, but it's not made by Marvel Studios, which that wasn't made until 2008. So in 2008, Marvel's about bankrupt again, and they had lost all their movie characters. And so they were like, well, we can't make a movie. All we got is these B-rated characters, Iron Man, Captain America, who cares about these guys? I guess we'll make a movie with them. And so they made a movie with Iron Man and it did well. And then they mm. did the Hulk and Captain America and all these that they had gotten the rights back to. And then slowly over time, they kind of got some of the other characters back, bought them back from. Yeah. Cause know. they started making a lot of money from right. those movies. Right. And then Disney that. bought out Marvel and now Disney owns Marvel. And now big Disney yes. bought back Spider-Man. Wow. I, I don't know if the Hulk, they they've bought back. back. They got back the rest of the Hulk. They've bought all of 20th century Fox. They got all the X-Men. The only one That's they do wild. not own is Spider-Man. It's still owned by Sony. But they have is Sony a, not bankrupt at this point? If <laughs> well, they, they have didn't have Spider-Man, they would be. Um, and so that's why they haven't sold him back. But they decided, well, let's uh, let's work together. Our Andrew Garfield movie sucked. Nobody liked them. <laughs> and so we need... I liked we, yeah, Except for Caitlin Shortall, <laughs> a, a, a girl in Tuscaloosa who was probably 13 at the time. Um, I, don't, I don't remember, probably. Um, I just and, liked the, the actor. Yeah. That's what really all it was. You know, people like it him. probably was a bad movie, honestly. It's horrible. But they, they, yeah, he's good. He's good. <laughs> Um, but they their their movie flopped. The set the sequel like lost money. Yeah, and so they're like, okay, Marvel, you know what you're doing. We don't. Um, let's team up. We'll let you make the movie, and then we'll just like split the profit. That's wild. Yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah. I think eventually Marvel will just buy out Sony or buy back the character. But, I mean, they're going to yeah. have so much money at some... Well, I don't know. Right now, now there's... Well, I don't know now. I mean, at yeah. one point, maybe the, I yeah. feel like now it's kind of dying out. But also, bit. you don't really need to because you're letting, they're, they're getting to make the movies, so they don't really have to buy them. They're still going to use the characters, so... Yeah. Anyway. That's crazy. I didn't know your, that. How do you catch you up? Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, that's why you see Marvel before it, but it's not like Iron Man Marvel. Iron Man was good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it eventually, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I saw TikTok about that too. Like okay. now su- su- people are asking like, why are superhero movies not good anymore? Mm. Um, and it's just because like people aren't like, they're just making like entertainment and like something interesting to look at, not like a human story experience. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. This one's definitely like that about like, I guess dealing with death and dying. And yeah, like... this is a very human story. You yeah, know, yeah, for yeah. a superhero movie, it's pretty deep. You know, yeah. you have to deal with the last thing you said to your dad figure was being, you know, like, screw you. You're not my dad. Yeah. Having to deal with that and then having to deal with the consequences of sort of committing a murder and killing your dad's killer, you know, your uncle's killer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and, and your well, best friend betrays you. Dave. Yeah, he does in later <laughs> movies. Oh, and then, tea. and then, like uh, your your brother or your best friend stole your girlfriend, and and all you know. So there's a Harry's, lot of things going on here. Anyway, here's a <laughs> for that. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Well, out of all the things James Franco does, that's that's one of the least worst ones. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I guess wasn't technically James Franco though. Well, even um, Harry Osborne character, it's one of the least worst things he'll do in these. That's movies, fair. So. That's fair. That's a good point. Yeah. But yeah, what's on the actual James Franco? Uh, the special effects in this is or a mixed bag. Um, I think some of the web swinging looks really good. Um, the web swinging, yeah, yeah. But the the scenes of him, like sometimes the scenes of him like doing his like almost like somersault actions, I'm yeah, like, a little mm, rubbery. that looks a little weird, a little rubbery. And then the scene at the be- or the scenes at the beginning, towards the beginning, I should say, when he's like first discovering his powers after getting bit and like discovering that he has these the powers jumps. or whatever, the jumps looked crazy. Yeah, it looked really weird. And then there were scenes, obviously, where it was like green screen yeah and then it would just like cut in between that and him jumping like from like the aerial point of view i'm like that does not look good Uh, the worst scene in this though is the the uh pumpkin bomb uh turning the people into skeletons (laughs) (laughs) that looks so bad yeah because they still like the skeleton so (laughs) green goblins like coming to attack people on um what, what was it world yeah. history off, off brand macy's day parade essentially yeah because it's like yeah, thanksgiving that's time a good point. Yeah. which yeah let's talk about that first of all um that well that was a thing he attacks everybody and the <laughs> what you're talking about the pumpkin bomb they just like stand in place and they disintegrate <laughs> yeah. what do you mean it was just the skeletons that were left and why did the bones stand in place like why didn't they it's immediately... an explosion they should have been thrown back well that and then also what do you mean the skin and everything else was like obliterated but the bones were fine and it's not it does it's not like a like a big heat wave because there's no like marks or ash anywhere so it's just that it's that, that felt I felt very like child chill, for for the kids you know yeah which is crazy because this movie it should not be for the children yeah but yeah. anyway so that and then Mary Jane's out here wearing this like Asian looking dress the kimono yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I guess it is a kimono I don't know I'm not trying to say it uh oh can you hear me yeah, yeah okay. I just turned the volume okay down. Slay yeah. anyway <laughs> I don't know I just <laughs> James Franco's character Harry. He's like, why don't you wear the black dress? And it's supposed to come off as like, he doesn't like her for who she is. Yeah. But it's really just, why are you wearing that? <laughs> yeah, why, why are you a very white woman? So white why, and you're redheaded. Why are you uh, wearing, wearing this? Your, your <laughs> yeah. 
So um, anyway, I well, just... that brings us into the fashion. What do you think of the fashion overall in this movie? First, let's talk about the big one. The costume is amazing. Yeah, uh, the Spider-Man it, it costume, really good. the raced webbing is genius. I think that's a great look. Uh, it's still going. I just turned the volume okay. back because uh, it was like it was way too loud. Yeah, um, it'll stay stay the same. It's just for us and our headphones. Um, the raised webbing looks great though, and I think they got the red and blue pretty good. Yeah. I think in the second one they make the red a little brighter. I think, hmm. and that looks good too. But um, yeah, I really like the costume. Uh, Green Goblin costume, not great. Very Power <laughs> Ranger looking. Um, it definitely it was giving Power Ranger villain for sure. Um, and like it almost looks like Predator. I feel like yeah so they originally had this big like animatronic mask made that was like a a goblin uh it looked more like the comic book sort of thing it had like skin and stuff and um it would like move but they've decided for some reason i think it wasn't working correctly and they just didn't like the look of it so they went with this they like sort of would have looked weird yeah they went with this sort of like motorcycle helmet deal um, yeah which i don't love he has a goblin face just let, I him, think, be, let him use his face yeah. i think that was probably why or majority of why he got casted like he definitely yeah. has that sort of like vibe and face and all that sort of thing yeah um which comes in handy i guess like i didn't really understand the lore of green goblin but i guess at first they were like two he didn't know about green goblin and then he revealed himself and it's like two different halves of him or whatever yeah yeah so anyway, when that scene of him like looking in the mirror, like when he was like being his like goblin self, like I yeah. feel like you got definitely got the message there. Like, he definitely looked like the goblin. So they do a with uh, his face. Do yeah. a really cool uh, look in that, and you don't realize it unless like you're looking for it. But it's one of those things that subconsciously you'll notice. Um, when he is Norman, he has all these like fake teeth that are perfect, and mm -hmm. so when he's talking as his normal self, he looks normal. When he's not Norman, he's a Green Goblin. They use his real teeth, and they're a little, a mm. uh, little imperfect, you know, imperfect. And mm. so you, you see that contrast when he's looking in the mirror, and the, the evil one's looking back, and his teeth's not perfect, and Norman's. I would is. not have noticed that. Yeah, and you, yeah, and so like one of them has the crazy look in its eye, plus the teeth. You know, it kind of makes a more sinister look. Um, but yeah, interesting. I, I like I like him a lot as, as Green Goblin. I do too. It's interesting they put in that detail. Which means they pay attention to stuff like that. Yeah. Which means they didn't have to do Kristen Dunst like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just having titties out in the rain. No, they paid they paid attention to that detail. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They didn't have to do all that, no, but they did. They did. They said, we got to show them. Show them. This one's for the boys. <laughs> um, I hate it, Tiara. What about what about just the fashion overall, though? What do you think about outside of the kimono? How do you think about what do you think about Kirsten Dunst's wardrobe? Our outfits are are pretty good. I like yeah. the the specifically the one scene where like she's about to slip on something in the cafeteria and yeah, like, got, like he catches her. Top. That was pretty slay. Yeah. I liked that. Yeah. Um, nothing else sticks out to me. Yeah. Well, everybody else wears like the normal business guy, you know, uh, stuff you still wear today, like the you know the long coat yeah and you know it's a, a business suit whatever, yeah you know but so. this definitely had like the early 2000s like i don't know how to even describe it like everyone's eyebrows were just really thin yeah and everyone had like a very like distinctive haircut where it was like the swoosh bang swoosh mm -hmm. bang and like even her wearing the kimono outfit period is like a very of the time like people just really they just did things like that i just didn't even think anything <laughs> of it i was one of them but that's besides yeah. the point yeah. so anyway um nothing else really sticks out to me but i guess that's a good thing at least it wasn't like atrociously bad yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um okay let's quickly go through the plot because um i feel like we have a lot of thoughts and a lot of things that we're not going to get to unless we just go through the plot <laughs> okay, so right. 
Um, on a school trip, high school senior Peter Parker visits a Columbia University genetics laboratory with his friend Harry Osborne and his love interest Mary Jane. Um, there, Peter is bitten by a genetically engineered spider and he falls ill upon returning home. So that spider uh, was actually a black widow that they put to sleep and painted blue and red and then woke it up and filmed it. It's not CGI. Oh my God. I would have hated that. I would have yeah. actually hated that. Yeah. Did it actually bite him? No, surely not. That part I'm sure is CGI because you get the close up of it like rearing up and biting. But yeah, when it's so. like crawling on the ground, that's a real spider. <sighs> I would have absolutely hated that. Yeah. <laughs> Why did it have to be a black widow? Uh, yeah, it's got the big fat body, so I guess you get a lot of a lot of can it be a tarantula? A tarantula, you wanted to get bit by a a foot long spider? I just uh, maybe it had to be something that he wouldn't notice, yeah, exactly. Hate it. How they put it, how do you put a spider to sleep? Uh, Give it laughing anesthesia, some kind of anesthetic, yeah. What they gonna give a spider an IV? (laughs) They're gonna perform surgery on a spider. Oh my god, I would hate that. Um, he falls ill upon returning home. Meanwhile, uh, Harry's father, Norman Osborne, a scientist and the founder and founder and owner of Oscorp, tries securing an important military contract. He uh, tries a performance-enhancing chemical on himself and goes insane, killing his assistant. The next day, Peter develops spider-like abilities, superhuman strength, sharp senses, agility, speed, and the ability to climb walls. Uh, brushing off his Uncle Ben's advice that with great power comes great responsibility. Peter considers buying a car to impress Mary Jane. Despite winning an underground uh, wrestling event to pay for his car, Peter is cheated out of his earnings. After Ben is killed moments later by a thief that Peter allowed to escape, Peter pursues him, um, but the thief falls out of window to his death. Let's stop there for a second because we just covered a lot of ground. No, you know what? First of all, um, why was it up to Peter to stop that damn robber? Yeah, Poli- even the cop. He's not the police. The, the cop's like, you let him go. That's a kid. He's in high school. Why was it up to this high school senior to stop? The- he doesn't have a gun. Yeah. The cop da- has the gun. Yeah. Why would he be the one that needed to stop him? That was wild. Yeah. And then for for the moving to imply like, oh, he didn't stop him, so he so his uncle got killed. No, that the the police in this little world they need help. Because well, everyone's just committing crimes left and right. Maybe we'll find out in the third movie that that wasn't the uncle's killer. Because they're going to retcon it and make it Sandman for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> that's so annoying. Yeah. Like, that's obviously not, like, that's obviously not what they are intending in this yeah, one. Like, that's so annoying. They change it. Oh, um, my God. No, but yeah. So that, that, I had a problem with that because, like, what are you talking about? You let him go. Shut the hell up. <laughs> It's not up to a high school senior to do that. Let's, and well, police say to not get in, involved with crimes. In the cop's defense, he had no reason to believe that was a high school senior. He said he That's thought true, that was a 36. 36-year-old man. Uh, but still, you shouldn't ask <laughs> a civilian. Any other civilian should never get involved. <laughs> yeah. So that's already annoying. Let's back up a little bit, though, to when he's first got his powers. This part, um, well, it just yeah, right through here where uh, he's in high school. Uh, that scene took 156 times uh, to film. Uh, they actually wild. did that where yeah. they threw it up and caught it also when he fights joe manganiello yeah. uh, that scene is kind of cool the where you see like the, yeah you see like the, everything slow down you see the, the spitball and the paper airplane and the fly you know yeah kind of fun i don't know why like i don't know much about spiders period i don't like spiders yeah. so i don't know if spiders just like have like awareness for no. some reason no it's completely made up for the movie so uh, spider sense is not a thing 
don't know what that's about. Yeah. Or a metaphor the comics and the movies used it. But yeah, it's not it's not a thing at all. I don't um, know why. I don't know why they would do that. But th- talking about that scene though, um, Tobey Maguire is like you had mentioned earlier was apparently very difficult to work with on set. Yeah. Uh, we're going to hear a lot about that when we talk about Spider Man Two. Yeah. Um, because that's where a lot of it's documented. But yeah, Yikes. very unlikable. Um, seems like he was probably a little bit of a jerk at times. So much so that some of the cast, uh, specifically like some of the the crew, I think camera guys and stuff, uh, paid or tried to pay Joe Manganiello a hundred bucks to actually punch uh, to- Tobey Maguire in that fight scene. Well, he would have gotten fired for real. Well, that's what he said. He was like, "Yeah, no, guys, I can't do that. Um, I I want to keep working and yeah. not get blacklisted." Yeah, so, uh, yeah. But yeah, he was he was offered money to actually hit. Tobey Maguire. Damn, he um, probably deserved it. Yeah, we're going to talk about that when we talk about Spider-Man 2, we're going to hear a lot about that. Um, yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. Apparently, uh, allegedly, a lot easier to work with now as grew up. He's, you know, he's it's been 20 so. years. So, yeah, he's... <laughs> uh, I'm sure all parties have forgiven him. Um, this is That is not the only beef from this movie, though. Um, Who else has beef? Tobey Maguire and James Franco have a very long-standing rivalry. Um, I wonder what happened. Well, I'll tell you. So James Franco, <laughs> apparently in an inter- interview, said that Tobey Maguire is very frog-like. Uh, said he had some he frog-like, frog-like features. Like. He is. He's look at him. He's very frog. That's objectively true. Uh, well, it made to- Tobey Maguire so mad that um, they have a rivalry to this day. Oh, like, give they it a still break. have beef over it. Apparently, allegedly, maybe they've you know made up. I don't know. I but, don't know. Uh, he was he was open about it. He like said in interviews like, "Yeah, we don't get along." So, like, you can laugh at yourself a little bit. Yeah, I've been told I've got some frog like features. I'm okay. Who said that? <laughs> you did in your sleep. No, I'm just kidding. I saw that in, like in high I'll school fight once. I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> I think I I hope I've grown out of my frog like features. I feel like I have. Um, I'll fight him either way. <laughs> but uh yeah i'd say when i was in high school i, had, I looked a little froggy but, That's I, interesting. but I, I think I, I needed to just kind of beef up a little i think it's, it's part of that she said that's a toby mcguire yeah he needed to beef up a little he, he did beef up a lot we'll talk about that too so for this movie um before uh he wakes up and he's muscular they filmed all those scenes five months prior when he's skinny and small and then went on a five-month uh regiment where he just ate and worked out and did martial arts and all kinds of stuff and he gained a lot of weight and they filmed the rest of the movie afterwards so pretty smart to have the foresight to do that yeah um but also really hard to gain weight that way because he did it vegan which is just insane and hard to do especially yeah. in the 2000s now you got a lot of like vegan protein stuff but back yeah. then pretty difficult i i don't really understand was he already vegan i think so yeah yeah but it's just like <sighs> Maybe there's a specific reason why he's vegan. Like, maybe there's, like, some moral reason or whatever the f***, you know what I mean? Yeah. But why would you not, like, take this chance to just, like, not be vegan for a little bit? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I you would know, rather but... it be... You'd rather it take longer and be harder because yeah. you want to stay vegan? He did it. So, you know. Forget that. Props to him. Well, I don't know necessarily how well it did. I mean, maybe for the time that was... I don't know. Yeah, he beefs up pretty big compared to where what he was. Yeah, you know? I guess so. Yeah. But I guess like now we're used to like uh, yeah, yeah. Henry Cavill, Spider- yeah. Superman, and yeah. like um, 
uh, Thor and Captain yeah. America. So, but uh, Spider Man's the one you can get away with that. Spider Man's not, despite what that toy will tell you, Spider Man's not <laughs> usually that big. He's usually like kind well, he's of nimble. Yeah, yeah, he's usually kind of like uh, thinner. He's supposed to be quick more than like that's a fair. brawler. You know, that's so, fair. I mean, Tom Holland's not just jacked. He's muscular, but he's not that's, like huge. That's true. Andrew yeah. Garfield, and they're way. supposed to be technically in high school. So, I mean, right. that's a little bit of it too. But yeah. Yeah. I guess I was just. I'm just used to seeing oh, like yeah. that, I guess, in a superhero movie. So, yeah. Uh, let's get back to the plot here. Meanwhile, a crazed Norman interrupts a, a product test by Oscorp's rival Quest Aerospace and kills several people. Upon graduating, Peter begins uh, begins using his abilities to fight injustice, donning a spandex suit and the mask persona of Spider-Man. Yeah, this is where I got confused because, first of all, how much time has passed? Number yeah, one, several. Months. Were we not? Were we not just at the beginning of school? Yes. And now we're graduating? Well, we don't know if we're at the beginning. We're at a field trip at some point. But yeah. I thought this was the beginning of the school year. I don't think so. They never say that. Maybe it was spring think. semester, I guess. Yeah, That's I what mean, I'm implying. Yeah. Or what I'm thinking. So then, okay, it was spring semester. And now we're, uh, Green Goblin kills all those people in that bunker. We use the explosion to translate to like <laughs> go directly into the graduation yeah that's, we're not gonna spend any time on that, that. scene is insane so the <laughs> if you go back and watch it the the explosion is happening fire everywhere and then it transitions to hats graduation caps and then falling down to the sky i was like wait a minute <laughs> never, oh my god i never noticed that before this is so crazy we're not even gonna think about how they all just died we're gonna <laughs> go directly into graduation and then at the graduation or commencement whatever yeah. um flash and what's her face MJ. mary jane yeah. they break up yeah, and she's like, here's your ring back. I don't know if they were supposed to be engaged, but I think maybe it's a promise ring or something. <sighs> Whatever. I, yeah. That's not very flash style, but anyway. You're right. Yeah. Anyway, gives the ring back. Here's your ring back. And he's like, whatever and like so crazy to break up on graduation. And additionally to do it like that. Like no yeah. conversation. No. no like no talk about it. They both were, I guess, over it at that point. I it seems like and they this it's just the craziest way to break up. I've never yeah. seen anything like it. Yeah. <laughs> And then Harry sees it. He's like, mm, "That was my chance. That was my chance to go after the girl that my best friend is uh, stalking." And I know that. I guess that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I guess neither of them are very good for her. She should not. Have MJ, been, get out. She should not have been with any three of those men. They are all terrifying. She is nineteen. Right. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit of it. Or yeah. eighteen in those probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, that <laughs> I was just. I just couldn't believe this. And then Harry swoop, uses that chance to swoop in, like I said, even though yeah. like he knows his friend has been in love with her. I guess actually stalking her since middle or since elementary school. There's a scene in this where she's like, "Oh, I didn't expect to see you here." They're running to each other in town, and um, and she's like, "He's like, yeah, I was just uh, in the neighborhood. I mean, it took me two buses and a train to get here, but just in the neighborhood." What? That's terrifying. You took you took you paid for three modes of transportation to get to me just to have the chance that's that's frightening yeah i'd be like okay <laughs> so what are you doing here yeah you didn't come here to see me did you is what this is the, the full reason you came that's i'm dating your best friend so you know don't do that I, but i don't know their whole dynamic is weird i can't believe people yeah. thought this was romantic uh, I don't know if anybody ever thought it was romantic. I remember they, this now. This had some criticism at the time to being like the 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 love stuff you got in here is slowing everything down. Oh, so the people just didn't like it being in their period. I think they didn't like it being in there because it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, because it's written so weird. Like, yeah. why why couldn't they have just been, like, friends? Yeah, the dialogue in this movie is a problem throughout. Not just with the love thing. I mean, there's that one horrible line where Peter Parker's, like, talking to MJ. He's like, yeah, I know Spider-Man. And she's like, oh, did he mention me? He's like, yeah, I told him that every time I look into your eyes, I see God, and there's fire, it's and very I'm frightened, dramatic. but I'm also in love, and I'm scared. And, and, <laughs> and you're there, too. And you're also you also have eyes, and and he does this like long thing. It was a long monologue. First of all, you could barely hear him, but then also yeah. it's supposed to be like very romantic. And this is when time. this is when they're in the hospital when uh what's her face we'll Aunt May gets yeah. attacked, right? Yeah. So anyway, she's obviously I guess for some reason very like torn up about it, but I'm just like, girl, stand up. This is not that good. And the whole time he's just staring at her like. And I looked into your eyes and I saw that you're, and then she's just like, just falling for it. Like, yeah, no, no, enough. It but it's, it's not just the love stuff, up. though. That's yeah. the bad dialogue. The, some of the worst dialogue in this comes from the Green Goblin. He's like, we're not, we're not that different, you and I. Like every, every villain says that, you know? And then there's that one who's like, Sometimes, Spider-Man, there's a, a crazy villain will come along with a diabolical choice, and you gotta choose. Do you want to save the kids, this bus full of children, or do you want to save the love of your life? Literally. It's like, all, all right, buddy. We get it. So you, ridiculous. All I had to say was, choose Spider-Man. Drop him. Yeah, that, and then also, to just comment on that, too, why was the serum supposed... Why does the serum make you evil? Um, I don't know. Comic book science. You know? But that's the thing, like... But like thinking about it from their point of view, this is supposed to be the super soldier, and yeah, he kept saying the <laughs> the lab tests don't support the human studies, yeah, because it makes you evil and insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why did he still do it? Whatever, that's besides the point. But we can't approve this. It turns you into the Green Goblin. It turns you into an evil guy. <laughs> I don't know. It, like that was wild, and I don't know. A lot of that, whatever we can just say, comic book side is true. Yeah. A lot of comic. I say some more terrible dialogue is the intro and outro of this movie where Tobey Maguire speaking to no one he's like you want to know my story <laughs> you don't want to know my story if anybody told you I'm a normal guy well they told you wrong and you know what and it's this all is, about a girl and this is my curse and and I'm Spider-Man and like all good stories it's it's about a white girl <laughs> and this <laughs> I just was like, "You're like, literally on, joking." Uh, like, this is just so get terrible. to the movie. Like, I, I, I know, I know it's Spider-Man. We get it. Even if somebody had never heard of Spider-Man before, they see it, they're like, "Oh yeah, that's a Spider-Man." I get it. You don't have to. Yeah. I just, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, could not believe it. And I didn't know that like he started out doing like a wrestling thing and like. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't really know the origin. I knew like the story eventually, but not like the origin or whatever. Yeah. So, anyway. And also in this version, he has uh, like the webs coming literally out of his skin. Oh yeah, we haven't talked about that. So yeah, in, in every other version iteration of the character, just to, almost just about every other iteration, he has web shooters. He builds them. He builds yeah. his own. But in this, they decided to make it come out of his skin, which is just so disgusting. It's really, and it, it goes. <laughs> yeah, it, it implies that there is somewhere in his body are sacks that would hold this fluid specifically in his wrists for some reason yeah so it implies that it's in like his veins and his all he also has these horrible little hairs that come out of his fingertips i don't know if it's supposed to be hair but it's like you know those things that like cockroaches have on the end yeah. i think it's supposed to be like that yeah that'd be crazy to there's so many things there's so many things that are going on or happening mary jane doesn't want to feel that just little cockroach arms and it would also get stuck body. to her like like, yeah. 
anything her hair or clothes it would yeah. just get <sighs> there's so much happening yeah but i got i went off on a tangent there but... let's, let's get back in here because we need to finish this episode within 15 minutes <laughs> Uh, J. Jonah Jameson, publisher of the Daily Bugle newspaper, hires Peter as a freelance photographer since he is the only person providing clear images of Spider-Man. Upon discovering the Oscorp's board plans to oust him to sell the company to Quest, Norman assassinates them. Jameson later dubs the mysterious killer the Green Goblin. The Goblin uh, offers Peter a place at his side, but Peter refuses. They fight, and Peter is wounded. At Thanksgiving dinner, Peter's Aunt May invites Mary Jane, Harry, and Norman during uh, during the dinner, Norman sees the wound and realizes Peter's identity. Thinking the only way to defeat Peter is to attack those special to him, Norman later attacks and injures May. While visiting May at the local hospital, Mary Jane admits her infatuation with Spider-Man, who has rescued her now on two occasions. Harry, yeah, uh, who is annoying. dating Mary Jane, sees her holding Peter's hand and assumes she has feelings for him. Although, oh, this whole interaction, this whole situation is so annoying, so annoying, because yeah. like... Like, first of all, what, what do you mean you're in love with Spider-Man? Shut the hell up. Yeah. That's so annoying. Hey, let, let me do this last sentence because it's going it's to okay. a lot. So a devastated Harry tells his father that Peter loves Mary Jane, unknowingly revealing that Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man's biggest weakness. Yeah, he's like, they're in love. How do you know that? First of all, they were just holding hands. They, he walked into the hospital. All he knows is that Aunt May blew up in an explosion, <laughs> yeah. right? She just... As far as he knows, she's on her deathbed, yeah. if not already dead. Yeah. And he walks in, and they're sitting across from each other. And the only th- the only way they're holding hands they're is like, like this. this. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not it's not like they're like they said. <laughs> you know how they're holding hands? How you console someone? Yeah. They're not holding it like they don't have their they're hands in like, their back pockets, and they're you know not what I'm like even going like this with their fingers, yeah. like interlocking them. Like they're not. I was so like that whole interaction was so annoying for her to even say that she's in love with spider-man you don't even know that man he yeah. could be anyone well you and ha- she she admits to that she's like it's this is silly it's like a childhood crush. you're right yeah it is <laughs> i'm glad you recognize yeah it. and then and then peter says that weird thing about her eyes or whatever that's so annoying so it so there obviously was some kind of weird love connection there yeah but um he shouldn't have just jumped to that conclusion walking in he should i would if i would have walked in and you were talking to somebody whose grandmother just died and you yeah. were holding their hand like that i'd be like Oh, this guy is in a bad place. She's just consoling him. It's just so crazy to immediately assume that. And also, you didn't ask any questions. You walked right in and immediately walked back out. <laughs> I guess. You yeah, didn't say anything. Away, so we don't know. Yeah. I don't like that was just wild. That was just really crazy. And then also, I didn't know that uh, William Defoe, Green Goblin, basically figured out in that moment that he was Spider-Man. I thought he like had suspicions. I didn't think that he had like definitely figured it out. Though. Well, it seems like he had the suspicions. And then the goblin, like, he's insane. So then he just, like, fixated on it. And it just happened to be right. Hmm. I think it could have just as easily have not been right. And he still would have went around about the same way. Interesting. You know? Because yeah. he's insane. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. And anyway, just Harry's a friend to begin with, to, period. <laughs> because it's less... I don't know. I, that That is so irritating. Like, first of all, I think he was, like, trying to hide they were together. First of all, you guys are roommates. Has she never been over? Right. You guys have just never you just slip out to go on a date with her you just don't say where you're going i that was weird in general yeah. and then um obviously eventually he tells him and he's like i'm sorry like you just like never made a move that is so toxic yeah such a toxic friend, friend. Yeah. yeah terrible friend terrible boyfriend terrible son just terrible all around yeah terrible he flunked all around. out of all his private schools his dad paid for he, yeah he, 
treats his girlfriend horribly. He stole his best friend's love interest. Just not a likable guy. No wonder he has no friends. Yeah. Like, oh my god. <laughs> no wonder. No wonder creep Peter Parker's the only one that'll hang out. With. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Peter Parker's kind of a creep. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to say it. Sorry to say it. Okay, uh, let me finish this summary because we're running out of time, and then we'll talk. Slay. Uh, Norman holds Mary Jane and a, a Roosevelt Island tram car full of children hostage alongside the Queensboro Bridge. He forces Peter to choose whom he wants to save and drops them both. Peter saves both Mary Jane and the tram car. Such a cop out. It's just like, I'll save them both. Yeah, like, okay. Um, I was not, I didn't think anything was going to happen. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Norman then throws him into a nearby abandoned building and brutally beats him. Peter gains the upper hand and Norman uh, reveals himself and begs for forgiveness while subtly uh, getting his glider ready to impale Peter from behind. Warned by a spider sense, Peter dodges the attack and the glider impels Norman instead. And like right in in the in in the privates like I, it's weird that they did that yeah but, yeah i don't know why they, I, I was like did that did kill him like i was like i mean i guess technically it you could live yeah so i don't know it, it kills him i think if they would have kept making these movies they would have brought him back though yeah because there's some hints toward that yeah uh norman tells peter not to reveal his identity as the goblin to harry before dying peter takes norman's body to the osborne house and is confronted by harry who pulls a gun on him but peter escapes at Norman's funeral, Harry swears vengeance on Spider-Man, whom he falsely holds responsible for his father's death. Mary Jane confesses to Peter that she loves him. Peter, however, feels he must protect her from the unwanted attention of his enemies, so he hides his uh, true feelings and tells Mary Jane that they can only be friends. As Peter leaves, he recalls Ben's words and accepts his new responsibility as Spider-Man. What did you think of him <laughs> saying, uh, all I have to give you is my friendship? Well, first of all, uh, for harry to be like you're my only family even though he's free to do absolutely terribly yeah. and you're both are just gonna trauma bond together and just never that was annoying yeah like you guys just have no one else and that's why you're still sticking together right both of you have done shit things but anyway <laughs> whatever um aside from that yeah he was uh peter parker's just like i all i have is friendship what do you mean you both just made out? What yeah. do you mean? You, you kissed you, your friends? You, you you followed this girl all around the city. You, you spent $4,000 in transportation bills at this point. You might as well just date her if you have the chance. And you, you went into a wrestling match not knowing if you would live or die so you could buy a car just to impress her uh, to maybe get her attention. Yeah, you, you have been around long enough that she has Stockholm Syndrome. So why are you, why are you backing away now? You've, you've tricked her into loving you. <laughs> So why don't you why don't it's you stick with it? So strange. Like, like I understand, I guess, why they did that, and also, like, I guess they get together later on. Yeah. But um, it's just so strange to do that. Be like, oh, we can't be together. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna get hurt. It's <laughs> like, okay, so I don't, I don't know. I hated that, and I was like, that was annoying. I was like, you're literally joking. <laughs> um, so on uh, other media. We have uh, also not to interrupt you, but yeah. to comment on uh, I'm gonna say Gwen Stacy, MJ. Uh -huh. Why did they give her abusive parents? Yeah, why did they, a, why did they give her toxic wrinkle they threw in there? Like, it, and it doesn't really add anything. Like, I don't know what it even had. To, maybe just because she goes after <laughs> men, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know because there's no like, because objectively, like, all the men are bad. All it, of them. It, well, it's not like Spider Man like comes in at the end and beats them up or something. You yeah, know? like it's. Why did they do that? Yeah, I think I think they touch on that a little more in the second one. For memory, I'll have to go back and yeah, 
I don't know. I thought that was an interesting choice. I don't know. What were you going to say? Uh, so this movie got two sequels for Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3. We'll uh, knock those out th- this weekend and next Tuesday. Yeah. Um, it also got several video games. And, of course, like we said, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man has been brought back alongside uh, Tom Holland's and Andrew Garfield's yeah. and Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, so like we're going to see more of the And, like, too. the Marvel ones now. Yeah. 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 Um, and like the iconic, there's the iconic PlayStation 2 game. Mm-hmm. My brother played that. Um, that is not my kind of game, but I can appreciate it objectively. Yeah. So this game was pretty good. Spider-Man 2 on PlayStation 2 is great, though. That's what I mean. It still holds is up. Is this one not, this wasn't on PlayStation 2? It was. Uh, but there's like Spider-Man, they had like all three of them, all three of the movies and the games on this. And Spider-Man 1 was pretty good. The Spider-Man 2 is the really good one. So we'll talk about it. Yeah. But we don't like Spider-Man 3. It's not very good. That's tough. Yeah, the movie or the or the game. Damn. Yeah. Um, let's do some IMDb trivia really quickly. We got about seven minutes here. <laughs> what are we counting down to? I'm trying to keep it under an hour. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Toby Maguire said he had never read a Spider-Man comic book, uh, but took the role because he liked the script. Maybe let's keep that to ourselves. Maybe let's like pretend that you always knew about the character. <laughs> I don't mind if uh, if if actors don't know about the characters they're playing but um when they play them sort of weirdly like maybe he does that's, although i think that's what i kind of not mean. all his fault he was given some horrible dialogue and yes horrible which like you like the script question mark yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like the dialogue it should, couldn't be the dialogue but... just say you like the money you like the money that because yeah. i gave him like 26 million just say i liked the every dollar of that 26 million i liked million. getting paid a yeah. lot of money yeah. but yeah uh, but and i would do it too for a check but oh i'd do it for free just so i could say i was <laughs> spider-man like yeah but I i'd pay know. to do it <laughs> Not twenty six million, but I'd no, pay like a hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> I'd pay to make that movie. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I think you could tell he doesn't know. I just feel like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I know the character. Like I've said, I know the character's supposed to be weird and everything, but he's almost like weird, creepy, like stalker. Yeah, too, too far, too yeah. weird, too awkward. So he does. I don't know if he really understands the character that well, but whatever. Um, people love him as Spider Man. Oh yeah, he's a lot of people's favorite Spider Man. So, I don't yeah. know. Uh, Willem Dafoe performed ninety percent of his own stunts. It's pretty cool. When he came back for the new movie, he just did that again. He's like 75 and he was still like, yeah, I'm doing my own stunts. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. And he did them. He's great. Like, he's just, he's, yeah, he's a crazy guy. Yeah. Um, one of the chief difficulties that Tobey Maguire experienced is the now, uh, now famous upside down kiss scene uh, was that his sinuses kept filling up with water as it was performed in driving rain. It was. Yeah. That'd be tough. Yeah. That would actually would be. Yeah. Cause I feel like you probably wouldn't be able to breathe. Yeah. Uh, so this movie came out in 2002, um, and so it was filmed mostly before the 9-11 attacks in 2001. A lot of the early was marketing oh, okay. had a lot of 9-11 uh, or Twin Tower imagery in it that was having to take out. We're going to go through some of that right here. So in the wake of the terror attacks on September 11th, Sony recalled teaser posters which showed a close-up of Spider-Man's face with the New York skyline, including prominently the World Trade Center Towers reflected in his eyes not all the posters were recovered however and the ones still at large are now highly prized collector's items wow the, uh, uh, and if you do, if you were born after the year 2002 you don't know nothing about that but yeah <laughs> but i mean i mean we barely remember it either but right. i mean i was four when it happened no yeah no yeah. i was like five but still you know i was alive um but that's crazy i i mean it obviously i know logically and objectively that the world trade center existed yeah. <laughs> and it was a thing but well, a lot of what, i'm not used to seeing it obviously a lot of what we know of it is tributes and things about it you yeah. know we grew up when 
we didn't we don't really remember the towers or when they went down right but we definitely remember everybody being very emotional about them we remember all the tributes every year yeah you know so yeah we we've kind of only seen the like the impact of it not necessarily the cause i guess because i mean uh, we were not cognizant people when it happened right we were in like preschool and then kindergarten and that sort of thing so um, the original trailer for the movie depicted a bank robbery with the robbers making a getaway in a helicopter. A close-up of the helicopter was shown until the helicopter was stopped, apparently caught in uh, a web midair. As the camera zoomed out, it was shown that the helicopter was caught in a spider web suspended between the two towers of the World Trade Center. After the attacks on the towers on uh, 9-11, however, the trailer was changed and the scene was removed from the film. It's a really mm. cool trailer. If mm. you go back and look at it, like it is really cool hmm. um it sucks that you know they, they felt they needed to take that out understand why yeah but um yeah it's a cool scene a cool hmm. trailer hmm. um and then the last part here they're doing 9-11 since uh scenes of new yorkers throwing trash to the green goblin and spider-man perched alongside the american flag were added after september 11 2001 to reflect the city's sense of unity and patriotism so the scene where they're throwing trash and the one where he's like standing in front of the flag hmm. they added both those after 9-11 I can understand why they did that, yeah. especially at the time. Would they do that now? Don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think yeah. they would do that now. You know, no, I meant like, okay, not like the people I'm making, New Yorkers as they are right now. Oh, I don't yeah. think they would do that. No, the country is not united like it was then. No. That's not controversial to say. No, yeah. but I, like, I, think I there understand is, why they did that. In, yeah. in some cities, though, in New York probably being one of them, there is still a sense of city pride of people being like, you know, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. You know, I, th- I think there are some. Like, how do they know in that Chicago and places? That's like fair. That, yeah. But how do they know that Spider Man is from New York? Because <laughs> they're in be New anyone. York and he's always there. But he could be anyone that but just showed up. But but regardless, he's in New York now. You know, he's. I guess I guess you know you could look at it in terms of like, you know, you're attacking like New York skylines and the, you attack the New York parade like that would like be world news you know yeah. and that sort of thing so i understand yeah. that but it's just <laughs> i just thought that was interesting but in terms of the context of like adding it after 9 11 that makes sense yeah so. uh the green goblin's costume was originally designed to be more bulky and armored but Will- willem dafoe having uh decided to film his own stunts rejected it in favor of a more streamlined and athletic costume the final outfit was composed of 580 pieces took dafoe half an hour to put on i don't know if it's a better option I don't Half think... the time he looks very well. It's not. I guess it's not him. The CGI. I don't have an issue with him being um, not bulky because the character is usually not bulky. It's really yeah. just the costume that yeah. wasn't great. You know, that's fair. Definitely giving Power Ranger villain. Um, when Peter Parker is testing out his webbing for the first time, he says several classic DC comics uh, catchphrases, most notably "Up, up and away, web." That's Superman. Up, up and away. That's a good point. I I kind of noticed that with Shazam and Shazam. Yes, yeah. Shazam. Uh, DC's Captain Marvel, and um, Tobey Maguire ad libbed these scenes, which are not in the original script. It's pretty cool. I guess he knew some some comics, even though I didn't read Spider Man for some know. reason. Yeah, um, he knows Shazam, but not Spider Man. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> One of the reasons why Sam Raimi was a popular choice with Sony for the director's gig was because he is an avid comic book collector in his private life with a collection of over 25,000 comic books. So he's an avid comic book person, but then he didn't stick to the comic book world. I guess maybe you said I mean, he did. It's a, it's a pretty comic booky world. He's, I mean, they changed the webbing. And um, I've got that here. Essentially, why he said he changed it was... He thought it was more believable to, or it would be more believable just to like throw it in with the, the toxic spider bite than that he would be smart enough to to build a web shooter. I guess that wasn't 
this Spider-Man's like thing. Like yeah. he didn't build things, not like Andrew Garfield's. I one. mean, he built like the most amazing suit of all time. But yeah. I guess he knows how to stitch. <laughs> yeah. He knows how to sew or something. Yeah, he is just I. I he should be a world-renowned uh, fashion designer. But and he knows how to draw. Like that drawing was great. Yeah. You know, so he could draw, he could sew, and use a sewing machine, and then you do those things. Yeah. But. I guess he's just not a tech guru and not in the same way that Andrew Garfield's is. I wouldn't say having those weird sacks in your body is more believable than being able to build a thing. How that, you know? <laughs> but I guess it doesn't fit with like that smart of yeah, So yeah. I, I, I understand what he's saying. It's just like interesting. Yeah. Not, not my favorite option, but yeah. you know what? Whatever. <laughs> a uh, camera system called the Spider Cam was developed to express more Spider-Man's world and point of view. It was able to drop 50 stories. Um, and with shot lengths of just over 2,400 feet or 3,200 feet uh, and could sh shoot at six frames per second to convey a sense of speed. The spider cam was uh, only used in the film for the final sequence, but was brought back for more use for the sequels. Very cool. Interesting. Um, Bonesaw McGraw, the wrestler Spider-Man fights for money, is played by real-life wrestler Macho Man Randy Savage. Er early in his career, Savage wrestled under the name The Spider. And he, of course, uh, passed away in 2011. The actor. How do you die? That's not even important. I always ask. Yeah, I, I, I want to say I could be wrong. I want to say it was a heart attack, but I could be wrong. I hate that for him. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, in the comics, Peter Parker is using web shooters. Oh, we already went through that. Yeah, they, they, he said that um, he answered the protest of comic book fans saying that it was more credible to have Peter shoot web this way rather than for a high school boy to be able to produce a wonder adhesive in a spare time that a big company okay. like 3M well, could not make. Okay. I'll, I'll get behind you with that one. Yeah. You okay with that? I don't, I, yeah. But how Some does the comics, like, how do the comics explain it? Though? They don't. I mean, it's a comic book world, you know? I guess. I, I, some people like the the organic web shooters better. I don't. I think they're weird and gross. But I just I don't think this, I, I think I could do without the sound because it yeah. sounds, <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like it could be something else. Yeah. So yeah. that's how I feel about And it's 100% a metaphor for that. I mean, the whole thing of him like waking up and seeing changes in his body. It's pretty it's pretty heavy-handed. <laughs> even even Uncle Ben's like, you know, you're going through changes, <laughs> you know. It's it's definitely a metaphor for puberty. I no way around that. I literally can't handle that. Well, I that's cannot. What it is. So <laughs> it's it's yeah, that that part's no coincidence either. Fixes know. his vision too. Forgot about that. Yeah, just like puberty does. <laughs> Not, yep. Or it fixes your I wouldn't vision. know shit about that, but <laughs> not about the not puberty, the part about not having good vision. Oh, okay. So no, just for clarification. Yet, though, either. <laughs> there's a there's a you know that girl that has pituitary dwarfism? Yeah. She looks like a eight year old. Yeah. And she's twenty two. I would literally hate that. She hasn't gone through puberty. Yeah. So shout out to her. Shout hate it for you. If you're watching, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> on, a, on a 2014 edition of the Pete Holmes show, uh, Joe Manganiello revealed, oh, yeah, this, he was offered 100 bucks to, to punch Tobin Maguire. Yeah, I already read that one. Yeah. Um, Kirsten Dunst said that it really annoys her when girls scream a lot in movies. She added that she was sick of her own scream by the end of the film. And you know what? Same girl. That's going to keep happening. She's going to get increasingly unhappy with her role in these movies, and it's going to come to a head in Spider-Man 3. We'll talk about it. Yeah, I, I don't blame her because yeah. I would hate to be portrayed like that. I mean, I believe her screams. So, like, they're just like, I un I believe that that's actually yeah. happening to her. So, it's not like I don't think it's like fake, but it's right. just like, damn, how much you gonna scream? Yeah, you know what I mean? No. I don't know. Uh, okay, and to finish up here, we're gonna have some alternate casting. 
Um, Let's hear it. So at first, there was a movie planned in the 90s. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio was the favorite. But oh, my God. That would have been terrible. <laughs> he was not the only one who wanted the role. Do you know who fought for the role so hard that he nearly bought the property of Spider-Man? He offered it to Marvel, but they turned him down and gave it to Sony instead. Michael Jackson. Michael oh, wow. Jackson wanted to be Spider-Man so bad he almost bought the film rights outright on his own. Uh, Marvel been so insult terrible. Him, but, that would yeah. been so terrible. And I mean, <laughs> <laughs> was he even an actor? Uh, he was in some really cheesy stuff, like some like. That would have been so yeah. bad. Yeah, that so bad. Yeah, absolutely not. Horrible. Um, can't believe that Leo DiCaprio. And I know there are some girls that love him yeah. and think he's great. Yep. Um, I think it's only for the 90s version of him, though. Right well, now, he's, what, 50 and still dating 23-year-olds? Yeah. So I don't love him at all, so honestly. But... Bef before they landed on Tobey Maguire, uh, they considered Leo again. Uh, that would have been a terrible option, um, they in also, my opinion. They uh, also thought about Freddie Prince, uh, Freddie Prince Jr., who um, I like, but he's not Spider-Man. Now, here's my thing. That's Fred from Scooby-Doo, Freddie Prince Jr. Okay, I mean, yeah. that's not a terrible option. Uh, Scott Speedman. This uh, is the part where I have to look up everybody because I don't know anyone's names. <laughs> Jay Roden and James Franco all actually tested for the part. So James Franco also tested. James for Franco just—I don't think his face is the character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because, like, I don't think Peter Parker's supposed to have like he, he Peter Park James Franco gives off popular boy vibes. Yeah. And that's not what Peter Parker is. So I don't yeah, think especially not this version. Yeah. 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 Who else did you say? I don't even know. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. Um, Scott Speedman. Speedman? Yeah. Listen, I don't know who anyone is. <laughs> I have to look this up. And then James Roden. I don't even know who Scott Speedman is. I'm sorry if he's popular. Um, I guess he's in Underworld. Yeah. The Stranger. Not a thing that I know about. So that would have been interesting. Who else? And um, Jay Roden. R-O-D-A-N, I believe. Unless I tapped it I right. have to know what everyone looks like because otherwise yeah. I okay, I'm just looking at a pediatric general surgery dude. Okay, well maybe maybe that's not the guy here. <laughs> well, whoever it is, I have no idea who it is. I got, <laughs> so I'm sorry to this man. Right now. I'm pulling up his IMDB. I'm like I'm uh, like Kiki Palmer. Jay Roden. I'm yeah. so sorry to this man. <laughs> if I saw him on the road, I wouldn't know thing. Uh he's in some TV shows. It, it doesn't seem like he does a whole lot. What does he look like? This guy right here. Okay, yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah. Um born in South Africa. How you feel about Love that for him. Anyway, uh, so next episode. Wait, who would have been uh, MJ? I don't have any alternate casting for him. That's weak. Hold yeah. on. Hold <laughs> on. Look it up while I'm closing it out here. Wait a minute. Oh, you, you can look it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and get the credits out of the way here. Slay. Okay. Um. Yeah. So this weekend, Spider Man Two, and then a week from today, so next Tuesday, Spider Man Three, and then we'll get into our rom coms for Valentine's Day. But I'm looking forward to Spider Man Two. Remember, like, comment, subscribe if you don't mind. If you're if you're so inclined to do so, <laughs> give it a give it a thought, it. give it a consider, pretty please. Yes, don't like, mind. comment, subscribe. I don't mind if you do. <laughs> um, you can uh, also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Nuance Nostalgia Pod. Follow us there as well if you'd like. Tell a friend that helps more than anything. If you have a recommendation for us. Uh, you can message us on our Facebook or Instagram pages, or you can email us at nuancenostalgiapod at gmail.com. Caitlin, do you have some information for us yet? <laughs> apparently, it says prior to her get Kristen Dunst being casted, um, apparently they produced, uh, approached Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. Um, and also, 
um kate bosworth whoever that is elizabeth okay. banks i remember i did read that elizabeth banks was, was oh, considered elizabeth banks <laughs> you know you know elizabeth banks here's my thing i am way better with faces oh okay that's that is who played that secretary where i was like i recognize her face yeah this so is, she she still is in the movie yeah this is one of the announcers i was in pitch perfect yeah 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 and the hunger games i guess she oh she's effie trinket so she plays in spider-man she plays the uh, receptionist at the daily bugle yes yeah. i couldn't remember the newspaper's names yeah uh damn okay uh she auditioned for <laughs> elizabeth banks the one we're talking about auditioned for the role but she was told by the producer that she was too old Probably because wow. she was age appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Well, none of them are. She probably, none of them are age appropriate. No, appropriate for them. Yeah, <laughs> the twenty year olds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now hold on, I have to figure out who Kate Bosworth is. Okay. Hold on. And yeah. One pause. Um, I don't know. It, and the thing about how their ages is, their teacher looks the same age as them. Yeah. So you, can... you wouldn't know that's the teacher until he's like, "You're all gonna fail if you don't shut up." Like, yeah. Oh, you're the teacher. Oh, you're, you're just another. You're the student. same age as us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay well she's in apparently a lot of movies hmm. she's in that one about the they have a wedding and she has to kill everyone i don't know what that one's oh, about yeah, the, uh, game night that's what, yeah, yeah 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 but um anyway so apparently she's in a lot but I, you know i'm bad with faces and names and that she's apparently in blue crush i'm so sorry if she's popular i just no, don't is. know anyone she is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry all right apparently everyone. she's also playing marilyn monroe anyway um i just have to know because i'm very in intrigued i think uh Kristen Dunst was good for it. I can't really picture anyone else doing it, but I guess it would have been the same if anyone else did it. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've had, we had two MJs now. So I like Zendaya, though, I will say. It's the theme. We didn't talk about the theme. Uh, the Spider Man theme in this is, is great. Yeah. The, the best one out of all the live action. I forgot ones. that there was even a theme song. Tom Holland's is good, too, because they get to use the Spider Man, Spider Man, <laughs> make it orchestral, but this one's really good. Slay. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Caitlin, do you have anything to say to wrap up the show? <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you. I don't do this, but Nick does. I appreciate it. If you know me in real life, thank you, but don't t approach me about it. <laughs> I will have a freak out. You don't like being perceived. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you later this week. <laughs> <laughs>